0: This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the show that's frequently called the Tom Brady of Sports Gambling Podcasts. That's right, we're having very public marital issues, and I'm Joe Public, joined by Rain Man, who's going to give us his big rubber. Uh, Rain Man, why do you call it the big rubber? The cinnamon teal, the redhead,
1: the Mexican, the wood, the black-bellied whistling, and the... The Majestic Mallard are the six species of ducks currently living their lives in Arizona. Another 16 species will migrate in over the coming months. But in case you haven't gathered yet, there will be seven species of ducks in Arizona this week because the duckling of a licensing agreement between the University of Oregon and Walt Disney himself is flying to demolish Arizona and create a hazard. So in money, we shall soon be slathered. Oregon minus 13. Lock the week, rate money. Let's go.
0: Oh, was that shit even English, man? I didn't understand any of that. Even by your standards, it, that was goobly goo Goodness, what do you have Fucking against the and two? We got uh, so Oregon against uh, my Wildcats. We'll be talking about that a little bit later. Capper uh, on the other end of the podcast. Well, who do you guys your big rubber this week?
2: I'll stay out west. The uh, big winner of last weekend, UCLA. I'm going against them. Utah minus three and a half. Um, the these two
1: ute's have too much for them. How many how many duck species are there in Utah? Go. Six. You don't know, you're just guessing. Let's move on. Is it six? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not a birder. <laughs> they named
2: it they named the duck the Mexican?
0: Yeah, the Mexican duck. Lives in Arizona. The Mexican duck the straight up they just straight up call it a mexican duck it's
1: called a mexican duck yeah the cinnamon (laughs) teal duck the mexican duck the redhead duck the wood duck the black-bellied whistling duck and the mallard listen man it's
3: the real coach jb here man i hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are man everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch cnn and msnbc
0: and fucking fox news and all that sounds like you're a fucking dreamer you're getting dumber
3: get your fucking ass figured out Go watch the real show. We will bang your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today
0: a great day. This is Bang Your Bookies Wife. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram at Bang Your Bookies Wife. We've also been tweeting a bit at BYBW Podcast. As mentioned previously, we are blocked by by Clay Travis, in case you're concerned. Uh, Blocked right away from him. Uh, Best accomplishment we got going on social media Uh, today marks a very huge day in the college football calendar. And that, of course, is Yom Kippur. Um, So, you know, consequently, it uh, it, it does make sense uh, for for maybe this podcast we have, you know, we've erred sometimes over over the past year, um, possibly. So I, I think it's a good time to take some time and maybe just atone apologize for it all, and I, I think, uh, and I think, Rain Man, I think you should start. What would you like to atone for on this Oh, on the
1: culmination before? of these days of awe, or days of woe, as I like to call them. I specifically atone for believing too much in Nebraska football and for talking too much about Nebraska. They don't deserve the oxygen I give them. They are a foul-mouthed program. But, sadly, Joe, I think I, too, have become polarized on Clemson, and I atone for starting to somewhat like them i will make sure that that never actually happened i know i saw your eyes i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm apologizing joe uh
0: you know what that's not that's not between you and me that's between you and the big man i'm talking about mark mangino uh <laughs> <tone> for
1: that <laughs> uh what
0: i think we can all have our own interpretations of god um Capper, uh, do you have anything you'd like to atone for on, on this Yom Kippur?
2: Um, few things. I'm sorry I am better than Rain Man every single season, every single week. You're half a game um, up. Um, Relax. I never apologize. At, at betting on these college football games. I'm also sorry that I uh, treat bowl season with less respect than a first-round uh, draft prospect. I am sorry that Dave Aranda defense one. did not perform up to standards last weekend and mostly i'm sorry that alabama football injured quinn ewers because fuck them
1: i'm sorry for keep betting on usc 0 and 3 for the podcast yeah we're Return. not gonna do that anymore no more Well, betting we might USC. actually there's,
2: we, we there's, might? Gonna there's gonna be a spot there's gonna be a spot it's not this weekend but there's gonna be a spot is it this weekend no Go ahead, please.
0: I, I would like to... I'm pers- sorry for that. I would like to personally atone uh, for absolutely nothing. I've been fantastic. <laughs> I hit a four-teamer two weeks ago. <laughs> you honestly, a four-teamer. You don't do a honestly, honestly, there should be a high holiday dedicated to me. Let's be real here. Uh, that's uh, but other than that's that, why they call uh, it the Days of
1: Awe, because we are in awe of you, Joe Public.
0: I uh, One thing I will atone for is... That I talked about it right before we got in the air, but I, I checked my account uh I, I i had a rough go on the smu ucf game and i was on uh smu to hit uh, over 27 and points total which uh they missed by a lot because they are asked they only scored 19 points but then i checked my account and i noticed that i won the bet and it was because i had accidentally bet on ucf to <laughs> get their point total which uh they did by <laughs> 43 so you know what I'm hot you're hot what? Nothing to apologize for. Just Fair. feeling good about that. And you know what we definitely never apologize for? Giving you guys winners. That's what The Weekly is. And that's coming up right <laughs> now. Oh, what a segue. Oh, that was oh. good. Oh, goodness. Fucking gracious. <laughs>
1: I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right ones. Winners!
0: Winners! 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 I feel 10 feet tall right now. The week. As strong as an ox.
1: You should have atoned for that, Joe.
0: Never will. Uh, (laughs) We're back. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count. The picks that matter. The picks that make you money. Uh, So, Rain Man, you like uh, the Oregon Ducks on the road at Arizona, my darling of the season, who I who I really enjoy. Uh, I, I'm, I'm straight up. I'm telling you, I'm on the other side of this pick. Why? No, I was writing
1: with them with Cal. When Cal covered against them, I think Oregon's very good. They're a completely different team from the neptitude that they showed against Georgia week one. So I'm moving on from that. Last week, they played Stanford. 45-27 blowout, which is very impressive in and of itself. But they had a 31-3 lead at half, and then they kind of gave up, let Ty Thompson get some reps, where she bungled going one for five with three yards and an interception. So Oregon was a lot better than the score last week, even though the score last week I think is still impressive. Meanwhile, Arizona last week just gave up the most points to Colorado all season and did so at home so that arizona defense is looking about as putrid as we thought they were that's not a shot at jaden delora he's been excellent He is a one-person offense for the university of arizona and he's fantastic but he had a really really bad loss against mississippi state which is the best defense they've faced and the defense that's going to look closest to oregon and my read here is that good defenses with athletes can figure out how to stop a one-man show which is what arizona is and Oregon, meanwhile, is able to bully most of their opponents. They're averaging 228.8 yards per uh, running per game, which actually rises to 253 per game if you take away the Georgia game week one. That's right. Rainman did the algebra, 253 yards a game. Meanwhile, Arizona ranks 125th, which is the sixth worst in rushing yards, allowing 213.4 yards a game. That 253 yards a game, anyone want to guess what that would be in the country? Uh, not. Uh, 112th. 112th. 253 uh, h- running yards a game would be 112th in the country? Yeah. Best. Yeah, yeah.
0: Are you serious? Uh, I, uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's six. So much, it's not good. It, it's 6th. So, Arizona
1: has the sixth worst rushing defense. Oregon has the sixth best rushing offense. And how many duck species currently inhabit the state of Arizona?
0: The Mexican duck. It. That one, that one I remember.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a six. <laughs> Coincidences are only for the uninquisitive mind, baby. Lock it up. Rain money. We're going with the Oregon ducks this week.
0: Do you think they call them, like, Senor? Is it like if you see a Mexican duck, do you call them Senor duck? Is that how... It goes. I'm gonna stop. But oh, I, I don't Cozumel. like. You, I don't need like. need to atone that is, for that. Mean,
1: we need to redo the the, it, the beginning.
0: I atone for what I just mister. said. Yes. I, I I atone for what I just said. We need to save it here, for next year. Here's what I'll say. Uh, But I want to atone now. No. But clock the, restarted. What I don't like is what bothers me about this spot is Bo Nix. He's looked very good and he looks more comfortable. But or Oregon's played two games away from Eugene. The first one was against Georgia. I'm not even going to talk right. about We're moving it. on. I won't even we're talk about. The other one was at Washington State, where they're also very average, and that was a great passing offense. Okay, Bo Nix went stop. 458
1: total yards against Washington State with three touchdowns and one interception. That's not average. It's fine. What
0: was, what was the score of that game? They won by three, but that's because of their defense. Yeah, they did. They did. Not because of Bo Nix. Washington State's it's also not, a lot better than
1: Arizona. Washington State's a good football team.
0: I think it's also, but it's also a home game with a really good passing QB. Delore is one of the best in the nation. He's he led the Pac-12 in touchdowns Delore last season. He's, won, he's one no of the leaders show. in passing this season. Well, I'm saying you're getting a one-man show. Who you? Ha- I guess it's all to say if do you? Ha- I, it, you're given a lot of points on the road to a team that passes really well. Does that not scream backdoor to you? Just like Stanford did last week when they came back in the second half. Does it not well, yeah, but they didn't backdoor
1: back them. But
0: they were close. They could, yeah.
1: Given this difference on the rushing offense and rushing defense, I don't think it's going to be close. I think that, the, yeah, backdoor is your only chance at a cover if you're Arizona. And to be honest, that, that risk is so – I can't say 100% certainty Oregon's going to cover the game. But it's a one-man show, and Oregon's got some dudes on defense.
0: I, I They have be, some SEC
1: recruits. They still do from the crystal ball uh, era.
0: I love your rubbers, but we will be on opposite sides this weekend, my man. Uh, Capper, your rubber. rubber. Uh, I am riding on this side, and Rain Man is too. Uh, Utah. It's a beautiful thing. Minus three pick. and a half at UCLA. Do you think this is overthink to take UCLA in this spot? Because the line, you know, it scares you a little bit.
2: Yeah, and it's one of those where obviously the home team's getting – a fraction of the bets for the road team here. Um, but I think Utah is that good. Um, they've obviously performed to that level so far this season. Uh, cam rising has been great, um, for the Utes and, and UCLA coming off a huge win. Um, I just like, they've struggled against the run all season long. And I just like, I just see that continuing this weekend. I think the line's a little bit too small here. I think it's a little too cute um, I think UCLA is getting too much steam uh, and, and public eyes after their big Friday night win against Washington. Um, Utah has made some good adjustments so far this season. They've struggled a little bit defensively uh, on the line. They, they're getting a, they're giving up a ton of push um, to opposing rush offenses here, um, but they've made some adjustments in the last couple weeks. They're, they're playing five down linemen, actually. Um, so UCLA with Charbonnet. Uh, with a dual-threat quarterback in DTR who has played phenomenally. Great. Um, I think it can be slowed here uh, because I think the Utah uh, secondary backfield is, is that good. Um, and I love this Utah offense. Um, and I, I mm-hmm. think they're just the the class of the Pac-12 to this point. Um, I think they have a, a collision course with USC uh, for the conference championship. And I, I think... Um, I think they win this game probably by a touchdown plus. Well in the South, the same, it's, same um, conference,
1: but one of them will face Oregon.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um I, I just um I just believe in in uh what's his name? God, Jake Bobo the coach. No, the coach. Who I thought was gonna retire. Chip Kelly? So, Chip Kelly? No, not Chip, the Utah coach.
0: Oh, Kyle Whittingham. Whittingham. they would not why dare you <laughs> set up at all. You're you're gonna call him Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> now that would be quite a hire. <laughs> well, he didn't get up um, He didn't get into he didn't get into a And M, but Utah was like, "Hey, you're a grad assistant now." Uh, no, they're
2: they're four and zero in their last four against UCLA. They've outscored them um, by an average of twenty seven points in those contests. Forty four, twenty four uh,
1: to twenty four last year on the road at UCLA against the same DTR and Zach, Charbonnet battery they're gonna have this week.
2: Yeah, and I just like I think that track record, this this accumulation of talent that the Utes have, um, and and their seeming destiny playing in another Pac-12 championship this season uh, is enough here against UCLA.
0: Can I bring up a point that just struck me, which is that Utah had some trouble with Anthony Richardson, man. They had yeah, like, so that was, so that's yeah, one that thing I like that was an actually. Interesting
1: night that was an interesting night. Um, I don't think that that's reflective of Utah's defense, which has looked excellent since then. But, yeah, they, they struggled with him. And DTR is the kind of person who can make magic with his legs or with his arm. Yeah. He's very good. But watching that game against Washington, I think that there were just some serious scheme issues with the secondary of Washington, because those wide receivers were wide open. Jake Bobo is not that good. He is not a top 10 wide receiver in college football, which is what he looked like last week against Washington. And, yeah, maybe that's Chip Kelly's scheme on offense, and we're going to look really stupid for this pick, but I think a lot of it was Washington's secondary, just not being able to figure out what was going on and how to handle DTR. But now the tape's going to be out, and this Utah defense is a lot better than Washington's defense. Uh, They're ranked 13th even after that slaughtering in Gainesville. So, I I think Utah's going to bully him around.
2: I was just going to say, I think it's a plus they faced a quarterback like Richardson. Um, because DTR has obviously played much better. He's completing almost 77% of his passes. I think this season. Um, but like they've, they've been against this guy before. Um, they've played a few guys who, uh, can create some, some movement with their legs and, and throw the ball downfield. So I I don't think it's going to be anything unexpected for the Utah defense. Um, where where ucla just really hasn't faced um the defenses up to the standard of of utah
0: i i'm just expecting a pretty a pretty good game here i i I think if you are if you're in the westwood area go to your nearest costco and grab a ticket a hot dog and a ticket right away (laughs) uh do whatever seems worth it um we can go to uh, Rain Man. Your next pick, uh, a real doozy, and you know I, I'm I'm I am i am i am so excited to discuss this one. You like OU plus seven against Texas in the Red River Shootout. There's nothing to You're discuss, sick, buddy. You're what sick. would you possibly want to discuss about this game? Uh, OU. Being how much OU? Trash.
2: trash. <laughs>
1: okay, but like, how does that matter? It's the what, only. What, what are we doing? Well, here? You s-
3: well, o-
2: Oklahoma is you- the only thing keeping Texas from falling into the Gulf
1: of Mexico, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we doing here in the Red River in a rivalry game? Do I does it look like I care what the spread is? Do, does it look like I care if Quinn Ears is playing? Does it look like I care if Dylan Gabriel's playing? No. What do we do here? We toss them out like nothing matters because it doesn't. Especially when you're getting plus touchdown. Just let me crinkle up this paper. Kobe, just threw my notes in the bin because it doesn't matter. Circle the wagons. We're taking the points. Boomer Steamer plus seven.
0: Uh, early line line last week for this game was uh, OU minus three and a half. It shifted ten and a half points. That's because of Dylan Gabriel. Uh, Dylan Gabriel was probably pl- right because Gabriel, but also because they got their play. Play. last week. He might. He's day to day. He's day to day. So what is Rain Man? What is OU done this year that impressed you? Because they beat the tires off. You beat the tires off Nebraska. To quote, to quote a great philosopher. That don't impress them me so, much. OU tonight is
1: somehow six and S&P, SP plus. Texas is fifth S P plus. I don't buy either of those. Texas is not the fifth best team in the country, and OU is not the sixth best team in the country. I uh, do I think Texas is better than OU? Absolutely. That being said, Texas has a problem with bungling games, especially in the Big Twelve, especially in winnable games. They play up to the bad teams, and they have a chance. in the last couple of years, they keep losing to good teams. But here you get plus seven in a rivalry game, and yeah, OUs look like trash, but they've got some people and their defense has struggled against running quarterbacks which ut will not have this week they struggled against adrian martinez kansas state and uh the other loss was to tcu where the quarterback ran all over them here uh hudson card can't run at all like he's still flopping around there with his bum ankle and quinn is not even going to run if he plays granted if he plays texas will look a lot better in their passing attack but uh, you're getting a full seven in a rivalry game to stop you don't think about it just don't think about it there's no oh, reason man. to think Texas touchdown better.
0: Oh man, the skilled players just might shred them, and I think if you're rooting for OU in this spot, you're rooting for Laundry Man because it's you're basing it on a reputation that's not there anymore. All the coaches that have won, like all okay, their, coaches first of all, it's left. been a happy. All their good players left. So slow,
1: slow your roll. <laughs> a third, of a, the a third of a year. A third of a year. Slow your roll there. Um, but also, it's yes, it is rooting for Laundry because we know how many years do we need to watch Red River to know that. The records don't matter that much coming in. They just don't. Texas got up to the what that twenty-eight to three score last year and still lost the game because Red River has a way of being crazy. And you're getting a full touchdown as a
0: push. No, no, it wasn't because Red River has a way of being crazy. It was because they had Caleb Williams. You fucking fool! Are you? Ca- how can you All just right. pretend yeah, that you, the quarterback you, you not can, playing can, doesn't
2: matter? Well,
1: of course, the Texas Homer's gonna well, Texas homers.
2: We well, we've we've seen plenty of.
1: Shitty, no, I'm just asking. I'm asking for performed I'm, really well I'm,
2: in Red River. I, mean, I, I remember fair. Case McCoy wearing the golden uh, cowboy hat. I, I remember it. It's a fair I see, point. I've Ty, seen it.
0: Ty, Tyrone Swoops won Red River. He saw it. Uh, he saw so it. I mean, but it, I just think like. This, what you're giving me is you, you don't have analysis other than it's a rivalry game. Because it's I too just many points
1: high. for Red River. It's just way too many points. That's the analysis, yes. I, that, no, I, that, of course I don't have other analysis because that is the analysis. Like, done, full stop. What are we doing here? Sometimes you have to be principled about these things.
2: Well, the OU defense is soft. The offense is sputtered at times. Um, Texas has big play potential. And the defense has shown flashes when they can put pressure on the quarterback, and I think they can here. So, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it, I was talking with Joe earlier. Like, I think three and three and a half was like, yeah, hammer a Texas spot. Seven, you're creeping up too too much. Um, it's seven? probably seven. You're probably thinking like, we'll be a fan of the sport.
0: I mean, do we? Dylan Gabriel clearly can't play that hit like they showed his brain become scrambled eggs on tv last week. he's you quote unquote
1: day to day but the line suggests he's not playing
0: uh and i just think like
1: general booty welcome to the stage everyone's making the joke we might as well do it too
0: very general what's funny about that uh i think Honestly, like not, not a lot
3: Ridiculous i name
0: it's i understand the point right i understand your point rivalry game etc etc but like I also think, man, it just I'm interested do you know what the spread on the slips betting right now is? Yeah. Is Texas
1: like, has like seventy three percent.
2: Really? It's, it's strong. It's strong for Texas. It should be Which more like than I that. think that's a lot of money too because it's moved it's moved the line substantially.
1: Yeah. No, I, I mean it's it's everything kind of been on Texas, but they're not gonna move it off the seven. I'm you, you I'm should curious, take it now if you want OU to be honest. Well, I think it's more likely to get to six and a half than seven and a half.
0: To what you said earlier, Rain Man, the one thing Texas has done consistently very well under Sark is fast starts. They've they've had generally like good fast starts when things are scripted well. Of course, the OU game. Yeah, last week and last
1: year in the OU game and this year against Texas Tech.
0: And I think uh, I'm I don't know if OU has the horses to play catch up the same way as they could otherwise. And that's why that worries me because it's very plausible to see Texas getting out to another fast start, getting a 17 point lead. If OU's becomes one dimensional on offense, you know what else like is possible a bad quarterback? What? G- OU, First of all, general beauty from gate?
1: Allen high school, right? Probably won some state championships. Uh, he a might couple. just come in there and light it up. He might be better than Dylan Gabriel's corpse.
0: Yeah. It's I, who knows? It's possible. You know what? <laughs> He's dead. All right. It's, He's uh, kind of been dead
1: since the UCF days. Let's be honest. It's Yikes. a, it's an, uh,
0: it's another one. I'll be happy to take head to head with you. Right, man. Yep. Uh, Just cut the big. Uh, let's see. Uh, Capper. Your next one on the scad is another one that I'm also on the opposite side of. Uh, and you like, you like LSU. It's a, It looks trappy. You like LSU plus three versus ten, Tennessee. You're denying the truth, but you like LSU. How dare you? How um, dare you?
2: Usual caveat supply here. I love the truth. I love Hendon Hooker. Um, I still think Tennessee's building something uh, down there in Knoxville, but... This is the stinkiest line of the weekend. It's an LSU team at home. I don't disagree. Um, I I know yeah, it's an it 11 a.m. start, so like it's not it's not like pure Death Valley here, um, but it is uh, a Tennessee team with a ton of hype, a ton of national attention now, and an LSU team that really hasn't done much. And the line opens up at three. Yeah. Um, it, it, there's a reason why Tennessee is getting the majority of bets here. There's a reason why. Uh, the line has moved from three and a half to three. Um, LSU is eighth in uh, FPI. They are ninth in FEI. They're ahead of Tennessee in both of those metrics. Um, their defense has played really well, especially um, oh, making is very good making halftime adjustments. They're putting a ton of pressure on the quarterback. Um, their secondary has been pretty solid. I, I think they. The issue here with LSU is obviously you know what Jaden Daniels gives you. Um, his best plays so far this season have been with his legs because the LSU wide receivers coming into the season have just like not performed exceptionally well um, with him. And I think some of that falls with him. Some of it falls with LSU, their slow start against Florida State, and then you know yeah. him figuring out a new offense and, and – there's so much talent there though. Um, And I think what you saw uh, with Tennessee, obviously they're coming off a bye week here, but like what you saw with Tennessee uh, against Anthony Richardson is like, their secondary is susceptible to very big plays, uh, especially with a quarterback who can um, create movement down the field with his legs. Like he, he has that ability. Uh, I think it's a very similar quarterback style to an Anthony Richardson, if not a little bit worse, obviously, but like, that is the game plan here you you attack that Tennessee secondary that's been susceptible to big plays you move the ball down the field you keep Tennessee's offense off the field who has been dominant all season long uh, with Hennon and Hooker and I think they have the ability to pull off a win here I, I give them the coaching edge I hate Brian Kelly to my core but I give them the coaching edge here um, and I think they have enough playmakers on offense and defense to win this game at home frankly
1: yeah, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think Tennessee is going to win the game. I don't know about covering. I think they'll find a way to win just because they had this by a week and they know what they're coming into later. I'm sure they put some assistant coaches, but they have the murderer's row of Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia coming up. If they don't win this game, the entire train can go off the tracks in Knoxville. So I think Tennessee finds a way to win. I think Hendon Hooker is good enough to do it by himself, but – I'm always a truth believer. It's a blind spot of mine, so I could be wrong, which is why I don't have it on my board.
2: Um, they they've had some good wide receiver um, performances so far this season with Hooker, obviously, but Cedric Tillman probably going to be out as well. Um, I'm not so, sure that that so matters too up, much for Tennessee. Who picks up that slack?
0: I what I'm against interested, a good secondary. What I'm interested in is uh, I do. Like, I do think LSU's uh, defense, regardless, Auburn is our Auburn is ass. But last week's win was uh, it was it was big good, fluke. Like they came back. Uh, <laughs> they probably
2: shouldn't have won that game.
0: They probably shouldn't have won that game. But like those types of wins are big for like confidence. They, I guess, you know what? You know who this game all comes down? K. Sean he has uh, uh, 90, yeah. 97 yards receiving so far this year. He's a slated first round pick. He knows that he wants to get that first round money and he needs a big fucking game. And if Tennessee is. And be LSU shredded, might not have a.
1: Well, they don't have a nationally televised one here either, unfortunately. Well, I mean, if. Because of Red River. I, but,
2: cannot, I cannot believe this game's not a night game in Death Valley. Makes no
1: sense. Uh, the, the, the game I, they chose as a tease is going to suck.
0: The TV scheduling has been pretty fucked all year. I can't believe it has to compete with the TCU-KU big noon kickoff. What a tragedy that is. Uh, I mean, I know,
2: like, I know. Well, I know you have like the rematch of A&M and Alabama in the night spot, but like, man, AM's gonna get fucking cooked this year.
0: Well, on that note, let's go to <laughs> Rainman's next pick. You have the Aggies. No, plus twenty four against Bama. Plus 24 my least, Alabama. My least, my least, my least favorite pick, maybe that you've ever made. I think you cannot touch this game, but there's no way
3: <laughs> yeah, you can bet A&M you in this A&M. Fight. There's
0: no way you what can't do, you do it. This what is not got? a
2: rivalry game. You can't toss
1: them out. Don't It's do definitely that. not a rivalry game. Can't toss. You're not going to toss. I do you think out. the coaches <laughs> hate each other? Which could hurt me because you know that Saban's going to want to run it up if you can. I, I just got to come out and say that at the top. Uh, that being said, A&M does have a decent defense. It did not show up well last week, but no shit. There, there are other games. <laughs> uh, Bryce Young is day-to-day, and I can't imagine Alabama thinks they need him to win. Jalen Milrow looks competent but not good yet. He was great on the ground, but that's probably just a scheme end-of-game thing. His arm did not, talent, did not look great. I don't know if Bryce Young is going to play. So if Bryce Young doesn't play, this twenty-four points is going to be a gift. I think Devin Oshane, every week, he has looked fantastic with the great yards per carry. They're not running him that that much. I think Jimbo's saving him for this game. I think that'll help AM keep it close. I think if Bryce Young plays the plus twenty-four, still a great chance to cover. If he doesn't, it's basically a guaranteed lock. Uh, so that's why I'm on the on the Aggies here. I'm playing a little expected value. Um the Aggies were routed, but also like last week, Max Johnson played okay 19 for 26 and a touchdown, no interceptions, whatever, not good. Haines King also <laughs> played. Haines King played 6 for 13 and in two interceptions, which helped the score look more lopsided than it was. Haines King, pretty horrible. Haines King, terrible. Jury's not out anymore. 24 points. Really if AM can score 10, they can cover this game. They can hold Alabama to 34.
0: What I will say is that. Max Johnson, he left the game with a thumb, which I will say of course can, last year Texas saw with Casey Thompson, a thumb can ruin a season. Uh, it yeah, can but ruin, he's it
1: supposed can. to play if he doesn't. God, if it's if it's Haynes King versus Jalen Milrow, honestly I'd still take the 24, but oh, Yeah, you're cooked. I
2: don't Haynes want King, that. If Haynes King sits under center, you're cooked.
0: Here's the case I will make for A&M which is that Max Johnson last year helped an outmatched LSU team play close with Alabama at Bama. So that, Very trail. you can give it that. The other part of that is you sort of like we saw in what I said, when Alabama played Texas for better or worse, A&M has a ton of aspiring NFL talent. They want good tape against Bama. They aren't motivated. Yeah, to play for Jimbo. Yeah, that's exactly right. They, they know they're motivated. not going to win the national championship. This is yeah, their, they, This is
1: their biggest game.
0: It's not about that. Jimbo, it's not about the twelfth man, it's about I wanna get fucking drafted in the NFL and I wanna have good tape against Alabama. And I think if you do have good athletes, they do have first round draft picks on that defense. The one thing though, holy fuck, AM's offensive line is ass, man. And and Will yeah. Anderson and Dallas Turner, they might if if Max Johnson isn't injured now, I mean it's hard to imagine them not really getting after it in this night spot. And other looked up is it, Saban 11 and four against the spread against teams that previously beat him at Bama. What stands out most about that in fact, is the number is how few games that represents. Just he does, he, they haven't lost that much and it's a big deal. I do think I do think that you're maybe underrating Milro a bit. He uh, came in, he was a real, he's a real good prospect dude. And he's, he's built, he's built well, like uh, I feel confident that he could run the offense, but it's just like, you saw, what did we see A&M do against app state? They're soft, man. They're a soft team. And if they show, and if they're soft in this spot, Alabama will eat you up. The reason why Texas played them close is because they played tough. And I think 24 points is a lot. I don't. I don't expect a close game to be very clear. Yeah. But, I'm just taking the I don't points. know. This is one where, like, I don't know. I've just been in this situation so many times. Uh, it, like, since I started I'm as fan a of the Wii sport gambler. Game. It's a fan of the sport game. Well, since I started as a Wii gambler, in these games where you bet, where you're like, wow, that's so many points against Alabama. Surely they can't cover these points. Fuck, that's, those aren't fun bets historically, man. <laughs> Look, Joe, I get your fussed.
1: I bet against your Arizona team, I went against Texas. And now I'm and, taking Texas
2: A and, and an against, am. this is a hard week for you. I understand. Yes. He All bet right. against your Aggies.
0: Whatever. Whatever. Viacondias, <laughs> We'll be on this one too. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> He bet against
2: your core cadets.
0: Uh Capper, uh you also like uh you like um Miami minus three and a half versus UNC. I am not a fan. Um
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this but, one. Well
2: that's well, that's because we choose to bet on Miami, not because it is easy, but because it is hard. That doesn't make any um, sense
1: for Miami football. Save that for when it makes sense. Miami's fucking horrible. So why would <laughs> they be true.
2: favored by three and a half points against a decent UNC team? And uh, decent. Um, exactly. Looks, They're the not. Line
0: look, the line looks right to me.
2: They're not. Um, UNC is getting the majority of bets here, almost eighty percent of bets on the road. Okay. Um, Miami coming off a bye week after two, well, one for sure embarrassing loss against Min- Middle Tennessee, um, and, and a second loss where they just played horrifically offensively. Um, I don't necessarily expect that to change, um, but the UNC de- offense—I'm sorry—the UNC defense is that bad. Um, I've got I got my notes pulled up for. Um, my my last game, but the UNC defense is ranked 113th uh, efficiently, uh, efficiency wise. It is a horrible one. Better than Arizona for all those keeping score. Plus points to Chase Bryce in App State. Um, If there is any defense that can get Tyler Van Dyke back on the train tracks, it is the UNC defense, Uh, and that Miami defense has still played really well. Um, I, I like the line screams you have to take Miami. The betting percentages scream you have to take Miami. Um, and so I will be on Miami because uh, UNC sucks, frankly. Um, they're not a good football team.
0: I mean, n- their defense does suck. Uh, my counterpoint, Drake May.
2: Who has been like fine. O- outside of his game <laughs> against App State, he's been fine. Drake May. She's real good um they are they are rated higher in the FBI. they're rated higher in the fei they're at home um they're coming off a hurricane they are the hurricanes it's all there good mojo go. for the for the hurricanes i yeah, think well, this one, a, this one is a that, that's a fair win. point
1: because coincidences are for the uninquisitive mind yeah, that's uh, right
0: uh well, I mean, you know what? To our pickers' credit, you guys are fading Joe Public so hard this week, which is usually a good sign. Uh, yeah, especially because so you've clearly gotten way too big for your britches. Your he- your head's getting big. Yeah, Real you big. Oh. need to. You need to settle down.
2: How many? Not four literally.
0: Team- How many four teamers have you guys hit this year? Just a quick question.
2: Personally, oh none,
0: one none. zero. I oh, didn't none, say, a, not single on, I did not not say a single thing. I didn't say a single thing uh not on the pod it doesn't count i shut don't bet par- you, you, you i don't bet parlays you know it doesn't count shut up uh let's go to i don't know ne- if
1: i have an empty set or an infinite amount of hits on my four teamer i need a math
0: guy uh wait, so you're the math guy you're come on zero uh, divided by
1: zero wait, what is that like square root of one and in negative this, infinity empty
0: set i'm not i'm not out it's here just, trying to win a nothing peace prize bro don't don't come after me uh capra let's get your last pick uh, you also like, and this is yet another game on the that other stinks. side. It's of. It's disgusting. Uh, it, it stinky, stinky. It's line. undefined for those. Iowa home. State, Iowa State plus two at home against a Kansas State team that can only be described as red hot, hot, oh, hot, hot, weird, like Appalachian weird State. Weird
2: choice. Weird line. Weird line. Sickening line. Sickening line. Um, is it slips, just the line? The is, there,
0: is it just the slips? Is there any other element of this that you feel good about?
2: two-point spread um 86 percent of bets on kansas state as a road team i State stayed off of a loss to kansas the other uh major school in that the seems state like a
1: shot against kansas which we will not stand um, for in this podcast
2: no i love them but um they could not do anything offensively for a you know what's supposed to be a very good offensive team in Kansas. They could not do anything against the Iowa State defense. To take a
1: detour real quick, that impressed me more. The fact that Kansas found a way to win the game without using their offense. They found a way to win. That's what good teams do. Rank them, you recreants. Capper, you are a coward. They
2: They are are ranked. ranked. They are ranked.
1: Yeah, they finally Um, got their shit together. I know. We're ahead of them.
2: so, So it is the first best defense against the second best defense in the conference versus the uh worst offense and the second worst offense in the conference um (laughs) if you have to ask like who is who it doesn't really matter um but i really like the iowa state defense here um i think hunter deckers is okay i think he can score enough points here to win this game at home um k-state coming in with a lot of love um taylor martinez has played really well uh obviously deuce vaughn is electric But, like, they they are making their bread and butter in uh, Iowa State against the run. And they're giving up less than three yards of carry against the run. And if Kansas State cannot run the football, uh, Martinez is not able to be there. The fact that you
1: called the K-State quarterback Taylor Martinez pains me. Is it Adrian? It's Adrian. I know there are a lot of Martinez's at Nebraska. Don't you dare.
2: Bleep that shit out. Um you know, and and also also Matt Campbell's playing for um, something a little bit more. He wants
1: to no, be the next. No, he's not. Wisconsin the record this year coach. doesn't matter at all. Adrian Martinez <laughs> is playing fantastically. He has uh, been really I'm, good. I'm going with Adrian. Like getting him out of Lincoln was all he needed. He is a star.
2: He has been really good. That the rushing offense has been really good, and they did attack OU through the air a little bit. But I think that just speaks to how bad OU is against the pass uh, and the run because they, if you have a dual threat against OU you're cooked um but but iowa state is equipped to uh defend that in my opinion i
0: was on kansas state but now hearing you capper one thing i'm thinking about is how this is such like a coach's matchup and the fact that iowa state did it's funny to say it but it is true kansas was the number one offense in the country and they held them to i think 13 points last week
1: i think they might have been the number the worst defense in the conference too going into that game
0: well, I do think the idea that I do like the idea that Iowa State, they, it's they're coached well, and I do think this Kansas State team, the way you counter this offense is just coaching. It, you, you, you it takes discipline to keep Adrian Martinez because Adrian Martinez is so one dimensional. You know yeah. this better than anyone right now. No, that
1: that is true. But how sure are you that there's a coaching mismatch here, mismatch here against Chris Kleiman? Like, I yeah, there isn't. Not, Matt well, Campbell probably not. better program builder. But X's and O's, game day? I think it's... I I, I wash that out. I don't know.
2: Um, no, I think it's two really good teams playing against each other two in the Big 12, teams, so Two good teams,
1: two heck of good football coaches. I don't think there's anything to look bad about here.
2: We've got four Big 12 matchups. All of them are ranked matchups except for one this
1: weekend. Uh, All of them our, are ranked. I should have mentioned that and the reason why I was taking the points as well. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh I don't know, but uh, getting, a little, Kansas, getting a little big in
1: our Texas fandom heads here, the, which is wild. The, the um, second best I don't the know. second
0: best I will just say the second best coach that Kansas State faced on the sched was Willie Fritz at Tulane and they uh, they outrighted him because they had a good game plan and they stopped uh Taylor that's Martinez. That's actually fair.
1: That's fair. I mean not a shot at Willie Fritz. I'm gonna Fritz, call him, I'm gonna call him Taylor fair.
0: Martinez on purpose to make fun of you, Cabert. But I do think uh I
2: did that like two weeks ago too. Just do like, we
0: have do you have any thoughts There's on There's too Hunter many De- names up there. I, Hunter Deckers, I, really, I think, <laughs> is a
1: bad college quarterback who Matt Campbell has found a way to make great.
2: Hunter Deckers is the best college quarterback in the state of Iowa. Uh,
0: we, need a, we need a, we like need a title. We, need, we do need a title for the podcast. I'll just workshop this. What are you guys thinking? Uh, Deckers hardly know her. No? Is that fast? I that- think you should add that to the list of things you're atoning for next year. All right, Bankers I'm atoning damn for near it. near I'm officially atoning for that. Uh, let's go through. Uh, <laughs> all right, boys, let's just go through uh, the slates. Uh, Rayman, you start. Oregon minus 13 at Arizona in the
1: Ducks game. Boomer Sooner plus 7 versus Texas in Red River. Texas AM and 24 at Alabama. And I'll let Capper do the honors in the last pick, but Utah minus 3 at half at UCLA.
0: Capper?
2: Big rubber Utah minus three and a half at UCLA, <clears throat> LSU plus three versus Tennessee, Iowa State plus two versus K State, Miami minus three and a half versus UNC.
0: Stinkers. Beautiful. They are stinkers. My play's oh, stinker. a lot more exciting.
2: One one stinker.
0: You know what's not a stinker though.
2: My four teamer.
0: That's coming up with these squeeze picks. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. No, we some dogs. We some dogs. Ain't putt- no
1: So you're telling me there's a chance.
0: Yeah! And welcome back to the Squeeze Picks. uh, The part of the show where you can just squeeze out a little more action from the weekend. uh, From, you know, questionable sources. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, last week, our King of the Hill picker, the accountant, he... uh, he was he was taken from us. I'm trying to think of an accounting term related to lo- like losses. He um, got audited. He got he, <laughs> he got he got audited by uh, the long dick of Utah's offense. Uh, they just scored and scored and scored in that second half, and it was just too bad. Uh, he it was a great picker for us. He was uh, a, a, an under better which i can respect it's a certain life outlook i don't adopt but i admire those who do um but we have a new king of the hill uh and you know what we're gonna do something special here i don't know if he gave us a nickname or not we're gonna listen to the king of the hill and then determine the nickname afterwards if you didn't how about that are you ready for it boys <laughs> let's do it yeah what's up boys uh,
3: thanks for uh for having me on this week um Picking King of the Hill game was a little difficult. There's a bunch of good games on, um, some actually good games, and then a bunch of good uh, good general games to pick. But I figured since we were robbed of, uh, of midweek matching and I'm stuck watching um, this god-awful AAC game right now, uh, I thought I'd dial up what could end up being the game that decides the MAC champion this year, um, Toledo at Northern Illinois. <laughs> I'm seeing a crazy amount of tickets coming in on Toledo. The public has absolutely no faith left in NIU at the moment. um, They just dropped that game in OT. The Ball State. Rocky Lombardi's uh, busted knees, you know, still got a cue on the injury report. Um, He's missed a couple games. Um, Everyone's jumping off this NIU ship, but the good news is, number one, the public is dumb, and uh, number two, this NIU team loves playing with their back against the wall. They're 2-0 against the spread this season when getting points. 0-3 is favorites. So, um, love, I absolutely love, love doing out the, the out plus nine with them inside. at home here. I don't need to, uh, to check any chest x-rays. I know that these boys are going to be barking in cow, and I'm taking the Huskies plus 5.5.
0: I don't like it. I love it. And when you pick I a Mac, it. when you pick I a Mac that. game right out of the gate, that's uh, the straight, you're straight shot to the heart. You're officially. Uh, we're gonna call him D Gen Ken. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that's. I dubbed I dub the D Gen Ken. D Gen Ken, it. the Mac Whisperer. Um, yeah, I'll the be Mac honest. The Mac Man. Uh, full disclosure: Did you guys know this game was occurring?
2: I I actually had this ranked in my top seven.
0: Out of the thirty, you rank. <laughs> you fucking D-Gen Capper, are you In guys related? In my personal record book,
2: I almost <laughs> took this one, but I didn't uh, want to give a snoozer. But man, I love the pick,
0: dude. You know why? You know why I love a five and and because you're setting yourself up to just get kicked in the fucking balls in OT, <laughs> and it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing to bet on a five and a half point spread. But I really like that analysis about two and zero against the spread when getting points. Uh, we'll see. Interesting. It's nice. Interesting. Uh, I'm I'll taking. Ride, I'm right. Two with, game. It's King a two the, game sample set.
2: King of the Hill has been fairly successful for one pick this year.
0: Yeah, they're usually good for one, right?
2: They're good for one.
0: And then you got to fade the fuck out of the second one. Goodness gracious, Tony. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest <laughs> in
2: peace Aviator, which is tough to see. The only non uh,
0: Let's see. We got to get we, we'll get the babbler back eventually when he's back from his <laughs> Wandering travels, uh. But but I before we get to the real main event, there are a couple of games on the slate that we didn't touch on, and I don't have in my four teamer that I think at least are worth somewhat discussing. We did not talk about TCU and Kansas. I I like TCU. Do you got? Do either of you like Kansas?
2: Can't cannot take Kansas here. Um, don't think don't think I will play TCU, but. Um, It is the much more talented, much more deep side. Uh, Kansas, I think, is just, I don't know. They they seem like they're going to be running on fumes at a certain point here because they're going to face a little bit of a tougher test. Um, The teams they've played so far have just not really been what I think people have expected. U of H has been pretty bad. Um, Obviously, West Virginia,
1: pretty bad. So, I don't know. You want to give me Kansas, Jaden Daniels. Better football player than Max Duggan, Jalen, 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 Daniels. Two All different. Kansas two different quarterbacks. quarterbacks. I'll take them. Give me yeah. the points.
0: I do. I here's what I here's what I will say. You want to know? You want to know a, a really uh, I I like the rest. Of, something sobering that might like if I if you're a Kansas fan might might make you uh, pucker up a bit is uh, the rest of their schedule after this TCU game. They got. At OU, at Baylor versus Oklahoma State, at Texas Tech versus Texas, at Kansas State. That's rough. That's rough. Yeah. Like there's it, and I hate look, saying it. They're fighting it, for it's, bowl it's, eligibility. Yeah, I a lot. know, and it's it's plausible that it won't happen for him. It's a huge game. It like look at it's tough. But they here's what I say to Lacrette. They they've won the games they're supposed to win, which is huge for Kansas, but. I do think Max Duggan in this spot, his mobility and uh, just like the TCU skill players are just speed kills, man. Like you can coach up, but speed kills and they're fucking fast. They were so fast against OU. Uh, So I, uh, I grabbed an early line at TCU minus five and now it's up. It looks like it's up to seven. It looks like it's going to rest there. Uh, The other game that I thought at least was intriguing, worth discussing uh florida state plus three or plus three and a half depending on the book at nc state another game pretty huge uh, acc uh implications and also for florida state i would say arguably a season defining game if you they win at nc state i think the expectations for the year shift a little bit um if they lose this game handily then they still are probably more successful than they thought they would be if they win this game uh, pretty squarely in the uh, ACC race. But at NC State, it's a tough one. Do you guys have any, either side in this one?
1: Yeah, I'll take NC State. I think they're the better football team. Florida State got exposed against Wake Forest. When you look soft against Wake, I think you're going to expect to be soft against NC State, which a lot of people thought had a chance to win the ACC this year. Uh, they looked fine against Clemson. Clemson looked very good against NC State. I think NC State will be able to roll Florida State pretty easily at home.
0: I would 100% agree with that analysis if it hadn't been disproven in the past two weeks when Clemson looked soft against Wake and then looked really good against NC State. Right, no, uh, but
1: that makes sense because Clemson beat Wake, Wake destroyed Florida State, and now Florida State's going to get their ass rolled by NC State. If you're going to make fun here. of transit property, at least do it correctly,
0: Joe. No, um, what, I'm, what I'm saying is is Clemson allowed a fuck ton of points. To to Wake oh, yeah. to be clear against Wake, That's uh, great. And a game that they very plausibly and could have lost, and now I do think, NC State's offense is pretty questionable, which I I still like Florida State's offense. Florida I think State's they pass rush pretty, is really good. Like Florida State, they did not win against Florida Wake, State but Florida State might they
1: all, be getting towards that overrated point. Florida State, I don't might, know, they're gonna get they're gonna get beat.
2: A loss is a good little wake up call for this team with the. Um, what I think is the best player on the field this weekend in Jordan Travis. So, um, you have him, you have him, he's kind of a great equalizer in this spot. Uh, it's, it's probably an NC state spot, but
0: wake is kind of coming into their, they're kind of developing this, like very, the, the mesh thing they run is just different. It's like running almost like a triple option in terms of like, it's a different type of offense that you have to prepare for. That's not necessarily replicated in other spots on the schedule. Uh NC State has had a much uh has had an offense that's been kinda sputtery. I like I like I like the knolls in this spot just because they have a little more firepower. I, and uh but it, I I do think the I think the line is correct. I think it will be a close game. Um uh you wanna know some you wanna know some lines the games that won't be close at all and uh the lines aren't small at all, then just come right to this 4 team that's gonna melt your fucking face off uh that's real on fuego this week in particular i'm very 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 excited if you bet just ten dollars on my four teamer last week you would have made zero dollars because i did not hit my four teamer last week i did the week before though but i did not hit it last week but this week we're back in the saddle we're back on the horse uh i'm gonna start with just uga minus 29 and a half versus auburn we've had a coach firing every week this season this is brian harson's last game as coach at auburn Uh, Auburn has nothing and I need nothing going for them on offense. The, the way the team's looking, you have to imagine there's a lot of players looking to get out of there, especially after that loss against LSU, that should have been lost against Missouri. I think, uh, UGA sleptwalked like did a sleepwalk against Missouri last week. Uh, UGA does not sleepwalk against Auburn. I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball at all. And this is a game. I think they're just going to demolish this team. And I, I do, I'm calling my shot. Brian Harson's getting fired this week. Uh, next on the sked, uh Wisconsin minus 10 at Northwestern. Uh, other than Nebraska, who is shit. You've seen teams that have fired their coaches and have this, uh, you know, like dead cap bounce the following week um last week it was georgia tech who destroyed Pitt. northwestern has nothing going for it uh except for being in nebraska which i would like to reiterate is shit um <laughs> wisconsin however uh they are ass but at, i think their ass will be dialed in for this game and i think they cover pretty easily in this spot yeah i'm gonna type this on my board 10. um next we got ohio state minus 27 and a half at Michigan State. at uh, this line isn't close to enough points. It's not even close to enough points. Michigan State's pass defense is a nightmare. It's a horror show. They got torched by Washington, absolutely torched by Maryland. Guys, does Ohio State have a good passing game? I'm just curious. Uh, Very good. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, Sparty came into the year with so much hype, but here's the thing. They got a bunch of guys out of the transfer portal, and this is what you're going to see, I think, in this transfer, transfer portal era. The allegiances aren't going to run very high. So these guys came to Michigan State expecting to be on a good team, expecting to win by a lot. And I think this is a game where they're going to be thinking about hopping back in the portal more so than beating Ohio State. I just don't (laughs) think they got the horses. Give me Ohio State by 40-plus in this spot on the road at Sparty. And uh, last one on the schedule, another big spread. Give me UMass. Plus 24 and a half versus Liberty. UMass is holding a Pride Day to welcome. Oh, Liberty yeah, to town. this is awesome. That is very fucking funny. Welcome to the parlay, guys. <laughs> I, uh, that's all I got. that's all I got <laughs> to say. Welcome to the you, parlay. Welcome to
1: Hammers, Massachusetts.
0: If if you do if you do if you're if you're funny enough to do a Pride Day when Liberty visits your campus, uh, you're good enough to get a spot in Joe Public's parlay, <laughs> and that's uh, that's the four teamer this week. We got uh, UGA minus 29.5, Wisconsin minus ten at Northwestern. Ohio State minus twenty seven and a half at Michigan State. UMass plus twenty four and a half versus Liberty. It's a winner. It's a winner. Sprinkle. Do, will he sprinkle a little on the UMass money line? He won't. But maybe he will. <laughs> will he? Will he? Do you dare me? <laughs> Is he that crazy? Do you dare me? Is it gonna be? It's gonna be like plus infinity symbol. Yeah, they uh, might not even offer it. <laughs> but I feel feeling pretty good about it. What do you guys think?
1: I uh, don't I'm fine it. with all the picks, except for probably Ohio State. Interesting. Um, it's that's a lot of points.
2: Man, Michigan State, they get dog bad weekend now. Breckers um, covered last week. Mel Tucker's week, getting forget. crushed. He's he's lost. More games than D'Antonio in his like first twenty seven games than D'Antonio did in his ten year, ten year, whatever it was. So like does Mel Tucker
1: go? He can't. <laughs> he can't. Literally. Like they he literally can't. cannot afford for him to fail. <laughs> and he's gonna fail. Um man, they really
2: they may have overreacted with his extension. Just a little just a little too quick. A smidge overreaction. You think? Small. But better hey, better than Carl Durell. Who?